Mike, turn your games down. Hi, I'm here with movie episode of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Elberton, and who's going back to the back, back to the future again with me tonight? I'm Tiffany Elberton, and that's all I got. I'm uh, Bill from A Gamer Looks at 40, and let's say it together, y'all. Ray Scott. Yes, that is the line <laughs> we all remember. Say it with me. Ray, Ray Scott. Scott. <laughs> and I am Joe Butler, and there is always a Biff, there is always a DeLorean, and there's always a Watchtower. <laughs> You had to. You had to. <laughs> that was had good. To. That was good. You are not. Oh, I didn't even think about that. But yeah. Okay. So we are here to talk about Back to the Future Part 3, which came out in 1990, directed by Robert Zemeckis and screenplay by Bob Gale. And this is the last of the trilogy. Thank God. And we started it this year. We're finishing it this year. I can't say that for everything I do in the show, but hey, sometimes I get it right. So it's always like to kind of start these out with kind of my history. So I had thought that I'd seen this movie multiple times. It turned out I had never seen this movie before, except for like the opening. That is all that I remembered of this movie. I had. So, yeah, I never saw the end before. So that the opening is me. just the end of the last movie. It's the yeah. exact same. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I mean, apparently I just never, I, I saw, I just remember the beginning with him and the Indians and stuff. And I was like, okay, I remember this. And that was it. That was it. And the bright colored jacket that I thought he wore the whole movie. He does not, I found out. Did not know that. So that's my history with this movie. So first time seeing it. What about you, Tiff? I don't know. I didn't remember anything of this movie, but I'm pretty sure I've seen it before. Because, I mean, it's been on TV a lot. And that's something my dad would have watched. And I'm sure I would have watched it with him. But I had no recollection of any of this movie. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, that's fair. It's, uh, it's a little bit forgettable, too. Little bits and pieces, but that was it. <laughs> and what about you, Joe? Uh, I've seen this movie. I think I the last time I was on here, I said that I watched this one first, and then I watched the other two, which in, is fair because this is kind of just a movie. But uh, it's really weird because I also see this movie on TV like all the time. Like If I go to like when I used to work overnight, if I go to TNT or anything like that, this is pretty much would be playing all night, either during the holidays or random points of the night. Okay. And Bill. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I I thought I'd seen this movie like you, Mike. It turns out I haven't either. Uh, I, <laughs> but I think it's like, to your point, Joe, I think this is so ingrained in late night TV viewing and considering a person who doesn't sleep ever. I think <laughs> I, I don't since I don't sleep. I'm sure I've seen this and I know I've seen bits and pieces of it. But so this was my first intentional sit down viewing of Back to the Future Part 3. So. uh I have thoughts. <laughs> Thankfully, oh, yeah. considering I'm on a podcast talking about it. I hope I, I'm, I'm glad just, that yeah. I finally got to you get to check that off your board that you never knew that you didn't watch it. I okay. all, all sorts of things. Thanks to this lovely program. Being checked <laughs> off my board. You needed to check that off. I, I did need to check this off, too. Why? Because I've had that copy of that movie that you watched for probably over 20 years. Yeah. I've had it for a while. I got it from someone else and I just had Who it. Who did you get it from? Who? I don't Who? remember. Actually, I just know I got it from somebody. <laughs> I had it for years. <laughs> so finally saw it. So, I mean, as we were kind of joking about already, like this movie starts off with the end of Back to the Future t- Part 2, like completely. And that was kind of jarring. I don't know. I didn't it's... like it that this movie takes place a second. Well, no, it doesn't even take place. It takes place seconds before the first movie. The second movie ends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is the way the first movie ends. Almost. Like, isn't that how the first one does it? Close, yeah. It's just <laughs> ugh, too much. I 
it was very unnerving for me too. I I for, I forgot about this, and I actually so I'm we're watching the beginning of this movie, my wife and I, and it was actually actually didn't have to pay for it. It was on Peacock, which we <laughs> which we which we got like a twenty dollar for a year subscription, like last year. I don't know when it's reopening. Oh. Yeah, it was one of those deals. Like, oh, pay twenty bucks, you get a year of Peacock. But of course, I'm sure they're gonna charge you now eighty dollars a month once I completely forget <laughs> when this happens. Anyway, mm-hmm. so it was on Peacock, so I didn't have to pay for it, which was nice, and. Watching it, I'm going. I'm like, this is this is. That's been a few months since the last episode. It was this year, yep. and I remember this is the end of the last movie. So I go, Jim. How how did the how did the last movie end? How did Back to the Future Part Two end? Is this the exact ending? So we're looking at it. I so on my brandy new iPhone, which is <laughs> is because I hate the fact I own an iPhone now because I've been shamed into purchasing one. Well, purchasing that from my work. I've been shamed to moving from Android to, to iPhone. So now I am officially branded with this awful device. That's actually really cool and neat, but still it's just freaking annoying. It's dopey Apple looking at me all the time. <laughs> hey, if you anyway, didn't buy it, then you're winning. So I didn't buy it. No, it was from work. It was a work, it's a work phone. So work replacement. Anyway, so I get on and I do a little, little Apple share cast on YouTube. Here's the ending. And it was the exact same ending it's literally shot so it's basically lifted from back to the future 2 so the beginning of back to the future part 3 is just the ending of back to the future part 2 just beginning and it was jarring though because it was like i feel like i'm missing something but it really is good to watch it in context with the end and it made me think back when this was released back to the future part 3 i think was released maybe a year after 2 is that correct yeah right a year after so even then it's a year later so Two is not really super fresh in people's minds. So I'm surprised they didn't do a little bit of onboarding because this is not the era where you're watching it at home 15 times, right? Like you're, you saw it in theaters. I don't know. Maybe you rented it again, but it's so it was, was pretty jarring. Like I had to actually go back and I'm glad I saw the full ending of two and then went back. So I was like, oh, that's why he's wet because it was raining. And <laughs> my wife, again, we both again screamed, what? put the. the 80 year old paper away it's getting raindrops on it could you please <laughs> i forgot about that oh it's all i can think about i mean my issue with it was just like or no what i said when i watched it, i'm like oh well hey not harm you just reuse the same footage to fill up some of that time that you got to put in this movie they needed uh previously i'm back to the future too yeah <laughs> and now but hey and all now. that comes before the title screen so it's okay right <laughs> So yes, that's our previously. Yes. <laughs> but no, you're right, Bill. Like, I wonder how that would have been. Like, I mean, you only would have seen it, you know, in theaters. Like, how, I mean, maybe it, the movie did play in theaters longer back then. So maybe that's like, part maybe of it. Maybe that's why they did it. And also, like, TV wouldn't have gotten it, I feel like, at least for a couple, at least over a year, right? Isn't that how TV worked back then? Yeah. I don't, I don't know when this. Thing, how do you know? I don't. <laughs> I don't know when you, young people. <laughs> Just <laughs> evilly, evil, just fresh air going through fresh lungs. Aren't you just cute, you two? Oh, uh, yeah. I'm 30, uh, 30, what am I, 36, 37? It ain't that fresh He's air. five years younger than me, so I don't know what you're talking about. Listen, it, listen. Joe's the younger one. I'm the, I'm the baby of the group always. That's usually. right. You are, you're the one who's just, everything's a humming along great. All the, everything's clogged. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm I'm getting there. I, I have like really bad acid reflux and everything else. Oh, fantastic! Are you hit thirty yet? That's when it all starts going to shit. Yeah. Yep. Death. <laughs> Staring you down. But hey, you know what? It's okay. It's all good. We're all heading there anyway. Anyway, not to get depressing because this movie, unlike its predecessor, Back to the Future Part Two, is kind of delightful and fun. You know, I really enjoyed in this movie not worrying about I don't know 
attempted rape or I don't know, domestic abuse and dystopian terror. And <laughs> I had a fun little Western and I not to just not to go too far into it, I guess, but I might be the only one who enjoyed this quite a bit more than Back to the Future Part 2. I actually enjoyed myself with this movie to a certain extent. We'll talk about it. I laughed, but I was bored mostly, but I did laugh throughout this movie. <laughs> if this, is a, this is a movie with a solid open, a very, very long middle hour, <laughs> and then <laughs> a wonderful final 30. <laughs> That's, that is what this movie is. This Back to the Future Part 2 and 3, obviously, as may or may not know, was all filmed at the same time. Yeah. They were filmed concurrently, so these were designed to be a part three, two and three. So these were filmed at the same time, and you can definitely tell they had way too many ideas for one movie, not enough for two. <laughs> boy, oh boy. Mm-hmm. This Back to the Future 3 is the not enough part, because there is some padding in this movie. Well, you didn't... Oh. You didn't need this, but also I think Westerns were more popular at this time or like they were still riding high or getting kind of like 1990. I mean, there was still nostalgic for Westerns for people. Yeah. I mean, like the joke in here, he called himself Clint Eastwood, like, which is gone now, but that nostalgic for Westerns, they're all dead. (laughs) (laughs) No, but the people that literally love Westerns were like, or some of them are either dead or older. They ain't on this podcast. I don't. I don't mind a western. It's not a. It's not a genre I go to they don't often. Do westerns much. Anymore. No. Which is kind well, of kind of sad. Well, it's what's it? What's the one? Uh, the the TV show Young, not Youngblood, Youngstown, or the Deadwood, or some stupid thing. There was Deadwood, oh, Yellowstone. Right. Yellowstone. That's it. Yeah. I combined two things. Yeah, Yellowstone. That's supposed to be the Yellowstone western, was the one that. I always wanted to watch, and we got Paramount, but it's not on Paramount. It's on Showtime or something like that. Or no, it's on Peacock. Peacock, and he won't get Peacock for me. They give it me twenty dollars for a year. I'll do it. You bastard. I I I found my my wife found some deal. I don't know. I'm just gonna make up fake email addresses from now on and fake aliases, and just keep getting new usernames for all these things, so I don't have to pay out the ass all the time. I think that's an idea. Anyway, but yeah. So I don't. I don't. I like westerns. Okay. I. Yeah, westerns aren't a thing that I just have like this real hard, like strong love for. I mean, there's the classics. There's your some of those classic, some of those classic John Wayne ones like Shane and True Grit, and uh, of course the Good and the Bad and the Ugly. You know, there's some really good ones, but I find the story to be very similar. And I don't have a lot of nostalgia for it. I didn't like grow up with with westerns. The Wild West. I actually have a story about the Wild West. I mean, you live later, closer maybe? to it than any of us. Wow. No, not now. I'm talking about when I was in New Jersey. <laughs> this makes it even more ridiculous, this, this, this comment I'm about to make. But I don't want to have like, a big love for it. The Wild West always just seemed very dusty and dirty. And as you may yeah. know from this show and my show, I'm a man of leisure and convenience. I don't want to be dusty and dirty all the time. Like, nothing's ever clean in the Wild West like it. So there that is. But anyway, I can I can share my my Wild West story a little later. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, so me personally, I don't. Does anybody else have like a fondness for Westerns? I mean, those people are out there. Yeah, I just don't think they're us. <laughs> I gotta say, I'm just curious. Does anybody else like really dig Westerns? Like, oh, this was a cool take on it. I, I dig Westerns when they're like abnormally goofy. For instance, there's it's funny because there's two movies that I love that are specifically called Django. One is Django Unchained, which is obviously like the funniest Western that could possibly be. Yeah. And and the other one is uh, Sukiyaki Django, which is on Amazon what? right now, I think. And that is probably the goofiest movie you could probably watch of all time. It is also a Western about a Japanese cowboy named Django. Wow. Wow. 
That's interesting. Okay, cool. I I I've, I know I've seen the the Tarantino Django, and it's 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 good. I enjoy it. It's, it's fun. Escape is yeah, fun. Good but one. yeah, it's fine. But yeah, okay. Is it any good or? Oh yeah, it's great. If if you okay. if you enjoy westerns and it ends up being a pretty good comedy too, I highly recommend it. Okay. I, I did enjoy, like, the opening of this movie when you have Doc and Marty sleeping and then Bar- Doc's like, oh, you know, this, I had this, you know, dream that Marty came and then Marty's right behind him and scares him. Like, I did find that <laughs> hilarious. And, hey, they weren't in the rain this time. They looked at the letter. So they weren't in the rain. He just turns on, like, the recorder. It's like... <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Like, some start, of that stuff start, was funny. Like 2022. <laughs> I mean, I did appreciate the whole idea that the car is in a mine that they he hid it for a hundred years. Like, I did appreciate that. I still don't know how they figured that out. <laughs> it was in the note, right? It was in the note, but that detail, like they found. There it were like a lot that. in that note. Like they found it like that. We didn't have time. We didn't have time. No time. We didn't have time. There was like an hour of filler. <laughs> we could have used some of that time to hunt down the car. So they wanted to make sure that you didn't leave the theater and that you were entertained for the first half an hour. So then you're forced, stuck for the the, re- the whole hour, then you're good for the last half an hour. Oh, okay. So, yeah. <laughs> Gotta keep it entertaining. I mean, because he knew because it was his mind, right? That thought of it, so he automatically knew. Well, te- <laughs> you open a can of worms, you're going to be upset about Technically, that one doesn't know because he hasn't went to the future yet. When he goes to the future, know, that version was, goes to the future. Then he goes back. That- but, it's his mind. But not that of version of him yet. It was a later version of him when he's older. It was still his mind. But not him yet. That's a different person. I know that. So but he wouldn't have that thought. Because <laughs> it's a different different person essentially when no, you go. I get that he won't have that memory. Yes. But still He could know how he thinks, but yes, again, that's what I mean. Yeah. He knows how he thinks because it's still essentially the same mind even though it doesn't yeah. have the memory. <laughs> I don't like this. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm right. <laughs> I mean I'm it was on the letter if I remember correctly from what I was paying attention. I wasn't paying attention to that part. Yeah, I know. I was very disgruntled that I had watched this movie. Yes. <laughs> I wanted they- to watch medium. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you for you forced your partner to also watch a movie when you're supposed to watch something else. I also agree with that, Mike, because my husband was pissed for the whole time this movie was on. <laughs> oh my feelings, babe. He's like, you yes. have to you have to podcast tomorrow too. I was like, what? <laughs> hey, you signed up for this earlier this year. You're I, stuck. I did not recall this. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, and then I think it was after they find the car and they go to the mine. Isn't that where they find the gravestone right by the mine too? If I remember correctly, or is that the, somewhere else? That has so much information on it. Why? Is the the dog it? has the dog finds the uh, the gravestone. Okay, that the gravestone was funny where they said, "Oh, he died on this date for eighty dollars for eighty dollars." <laughs> <laughs> so there's. There's a weird point that I want to make at that I think the movie kind of fucks itself over on time wise, and I'll get to it when I get to it. <laughs> uh, what you're telling us now, and now you're just gonna say I'll get to it when I get to it. Mm-hmm. Well, so so they read they read they read the headstone, and it says that it says it says here lies Emmett whatever, and then it says something about his beloved Clara, right? Yeah, his yeah his beloved Clara. But the, they said that the ravine is named after Clara, who fell oh. into the ravine. <laughs> right. So right. she fell in the ravine. How did they meet? Exactly. But since he went back in time, he saved her because he was there. But they saw the picture before he ever met her. They didn't yeah. know who Clara was. Like, who's this he, Clara? And he's like, I'm, I must, I, I must have been some sort of handsome man or something. I don't know. And, but, yes, but also the version that says that wasn't the. Wait, no. Even when he gets, yeah, yeah. 
Because basically what, what it establishes is that she would fall, but then he would meet her at the party, but he would get shot at the party. Because, but if she fell on the cliff, she wouldn't have been at the party. Because the right. party would have been after she fell off the cliff. Because right. he actually, he wouldn't have been out there to meet her because he wouldn't have been out there with Marty. He would have been in the town. Right. Yep, you're she right. Was That's she was supposed to fall off the cliff, which is why they named, which is, again, a very funny joke. We, yeah, I know that because we all we, we all wished our teachers would jump off that cliff. <laughs> I the name of it, which is, again, a very funny line. So, yeah, you're you're 100 percent right. That is a I think a pretty big plot hole because, yeah, he, he, he does not know. You know, they don't meet Clara until they've ruined this version of the future or the new version of the future yeah. by saving her life. Because I was thinking that because he's back there, he saves Clara, but he only saves Clara because he's with Marty. Because they're putting the car out and they're getting ready for the, the train track thing. Otherwise, he wouldn't be there. Right. Yeah. Basically. Wasn't he supposed to meet her at the train tracks? Or, like, at the train? Like, pick her up at the train station? Well, and again, it's it's not really clear because, again, we don't know what the what the future was supposed to be. We don't know if they were... So, remember, the photograph they took was, here guys, you know, Emmett Brown. And they were in the... I guess yeah. When they, they were not in the they were not in the future. They were not in the past yet. They were no, in 1955. 1955. They're in 1955. They see the tombstone. Oh, oh my God! You're dead again. Hey, here's more information. I know I shouldn't share with you, but hey, let me yelp loudly and say keep it to myself. <laughs> in three movies, Marty, did you, we, have we learned? Don't no. tell people about their past. Don't let's not mess with this. But no, that's not how it works in this movie. So we. Yeah, so I'm just, I'm just trying working it through, but you're right. So basically, long story short is, yeah, I think you're right, Joe. There's it's a pretty big plot hole because, yeah, it says Clara on there, and mm-hmm. no one's no one's quite sure what this Clara is. And maybe in the version, maybe in that version of the future, he would have met her eventually, like you said, maybe at the dance or at the festival. Yeah, but if she but, dies that quickly, then he can't right. meet her. How could he possibly meet her? Because yeah, uh, yeah, and how? Yeah, they should have had her. What then? Yeah, I mean, you have because she has to follow it at some point, but it's okay to have that part alter that he went back. I mean, I can buy that, but the fact is, he wouldn't have been there, therefore he couldn't yeah. save her, therefore she couldn't be on the gravestone. I think it's just a, I think it's just a script thing to cement the idea of a Clara. Like, okay, who's Clara? Here's the question that the audience is going to keep in their brain, and that way, when you see Clara, we already know this is going to be a relationship. So it's not, I guess, maybe it's not as big of a left turn because this is him falling in love. In the old Wild West, the dirty Wild West, is 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 a bit of a left turn for a character. For Doc as a character. Hey, I can I can buy a guy falling in love with a woman in thirty seconds. Okay, I can completely buy it. Yeah, I have. There, there's also several other things that I made fun of that wouldn't make sense. For instance, if Marty and like Doc were in the past, would they kill everyone because they have vaccines of like the polio inside of them? So wouldn't yes. they be like spreading polio and other diseases? <laughs> I like, don't, I don't, you have the because you have the vaccine, you're not. The way a virus would work is it only be spread if you're conta- if you're having symptoms, then you're contagious. I guess the vaccine, your body's already built antibodies and beat it. Yeah, but the others have. No, but I don't think it would. Cause I know, like, <laughs> this is what you get, Joe. Like, I know with the Aztecs, <laughs> and, and, you know, when the Spanish came and they gave them smallpox blankets, but I think it was more of they had people that were sick and they wrapped them up and said, "Here you go," and then infected mm-hmm. them that way. But I don't know. Oh, is it one of was a teacher, Bill? He's not a. I am not a, teacher. not a teacher. I work in education and I'm a blabbermouth, but I am not <laughs> a, not a licensed educator, sir. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I I am not formally trained in the uh, in the practice. No, 
I'm not a teacher, so I'm a professional Googler. That's what I. If I remember this question, I can ask it to a history teacher that I'm going to be talking to on Saturday. So if I remember this, I will ask. I mean, text him right now. Google. He should be asleep. Maybe I don't know, but I'm not texting. Google him right now. So now I'm curious because but there's also but you'd also make points like, well, he bought that. He bought his uh, fancy outfit in the 50s, and I'm sure there's 1950s germs there. So could that be? With that shirt of, yeah, who, no, who knows, right? But um, that is a good question. I, I did find it funny when he dresses in the outfit and like the whole thing with that is like, oh, when Doc's like, oh, that's how people dress back then. Didn't you see the movies? And I was thinking about it like 1950. Like well, no, in 55, it would have been black and white show still. And you only would have had the, co- I mean, so they would have wore brighter colors with a few times you would see them. So that way the stuff pops out more in black Charlie and white. Charlie did not wear shoes. No, but I feel like Bonanza had bright stuff. No, also, it did not. I watch Bonanza every day. <laughs> <laughs> and you said you're not a Western, fan of okay. Westerns. Come on. <laughs> Closeted Western fans here. And I help my residents pick out the cute cowboys, okay? <laughs> they did not look like that. I think our dog's dying. <sighs> She's fine. Okay. Are you alive, Dennis? So, I, I, I like the outfit. And, that's all I, and I thought he wore that the entire movie. That's how I realized I had never seen much of this movie yeah. before. Because <laughs> as soon as he t- when he changed his outfit, I'm like, oh, I've never seen this movie all the way. Literally on the cover, his outfit he wears for most of the movie. Yeah. You see, I had a memory, <laughs> but a wrong memory, apparently. Fun- funny enough, this also falls in the other goofy Back to the Future shit where you can buy that shirt for like $70. Is that oh, really? shirt worth $70? Fuck no. <laughs> no. No. Thank <laughs> you, that shirt. <laughs> I, I did. I I've laughed my ass off. Like, okay, so there's a part that you could tell was for the movie, like when Doc is explaining how the DeLorean works. Now he goes 88, like he won't hit the the screen because it won't be there in you know 1855. And I know Tiff had brought it up. Like, why does he need to you know hear it again? But again, it was for the movie because the movie had the movie. <laughs> yep, gotta gotta. You never know who's in that theater for the first time. Who 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 had the brilliant idea? Hey, I'd love to see Back to the Future Part Three. And I have no way of seeing one or two, but you know what? I'm sure I can get on this train, no pun intended, right now. <laughs> and watched, you got you got to account for it. Yeah, I watched Back to the Future three. That was, that was the first one I watched. Yeah, yeah, and and that's actually not. That's probably not terribly uncommon. You could, yeah. you could watch it. Yeah, it has the same stuff. I mean, you would just be disappointed. You would just might never have an inclination to watch the first movie, which is a perfect movie. You, you know, that's all. I don't know. New word. Okay. As Bill has said before in this podcast, English or the language is, I forget the word. Fluid. Language fluid. Is fluid. There we go. Language yes, that's true, but fluid yeah. is the word he has used. Thank language you. Language is fluid. That's fine. We're not still saying thee and thou, so <laughs> you can say inclination however you like. Don't let anyone shame you. I do every time. <laughs> uh, it's just that whole part when he drives through and then all of a sudden there's Native Americans there. Like, that was freaking funny. <laughs> That was funny. You're like, Indian! Ah! I'm just like, you know what? Like, they should not be seeing a car from, you know, 1985. Like, they should not be seeing this. And I was like, oh, we're going to see the Calvary. There comes the Calvary. <laughs> I don't know. Did anyone else have, get, again, I'm not trying to be that person, but did anyone else get, was really uncomfortable every time they said the word Indian? I kept going, yeah. a little. Yeah, yeah. I just had this I mean, little, like, uh, But at oh, least they I, didn't stay on it. Like, it, it fit that they're saying it in, in 1885. Fit that they're saying 1955 too. I mean, technically, that's you know, well, I mean, 1985 they for Marty, but Indian or they say Indian, but also at Indians. this time yeah. in the 80 or 1990, like I don't think as a yeah, we, we hadn't 
yeah. adjusted like we should have. Oh, no, no, I, I don't fault the film for it. That's, that's that was the comment, I guess, parlance yeah. of the time. But it really it still gave me like the little cringe. Like, Ugh. yeah, it didn't, it didn't bother me when they're in 1885 and the people are saying it just because that is 100 percent what it would have happened. But yeah, no, I know what you mean. It was at least they didn't stick with it long. They, they have it and they move on. It isn't like because I was like, oh, we're going to get problematic in this movie. I was I was assuming, but thought they're going to use a lot of different words. Oh, yeah. And they they, <laughs> they get right off it. You see them yeah. the one time and then they're done with the Native American. They don't continue on that. And they could have went no. in many different ways to make it racist and all sorts there of stuff. There's a couple other oh. racist remarks I can't remember about. Yeah, yeah there were some Chinese comments. <laughs> I have a very specific one, which is which goes for the Chinese, is the fact that the insult that Biff, Biff's ancestor uses was to call him yellow, which back then was a, a racist term because you were a cowardly Chinese man. Oh, yeah. Yep. That's oh, correct. That where that comes from? Yep. Yeah, that's where that yep. comes from. Yeah, the yellow, the yellow man. If you're a fan of the uh, great Bruce Springsteen, he mentions his yellow man in the classic Born in the USA, which is, hey, surprise, surprise, not a patriotic song. At all. <laughs> it is not. Oh, no. Listen to that song, actually. Don't just sing Born in the USA. <laughs> if you are a, uh, if you have a certain political bent, you should not be blasted out in your speakers. It is not a pro-American <laughs> song. Listen to those lyrics. Get on Genius and give them a look-see. Yes, no, the yellow. Yes, that was it. I mean, uh, you uh, needed the, the Native American because you needed to have the, the car get hit by an arrow because you needed something to happen to it. To all of a sudden have it le- leak fuel, which I was thinking that's, to myself, like it's one hell of an arrow. Let's be honest. The, right. Yeah, the ghost, and also like, it wouldn't have it hit like, the fuel line. Wasn't it it's, like C one arrow that hit yeah. the car too? Oh, one. C one arrow. So <laughs> yeah, that that brings me to like my weird plot point. This is Doc's futuristic car, and they later on they bring up in the movie, which is where the main plot issue comes from, where Doc says, "Oh, hey, you you pop the fuel line. Without that, the the car can't use gas and." You know, blah, blah, blah. And it's like it also goes in the whole thing where Doc's not a very good scientist because you think at any point in the future he would have replaced the gasoline in the car for something like way more easily foundable. Like because, garbage? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like just straight garbage. Because you think about it, you you say like, oh, there's no gas in the in the past. Well, what about the future? At some point past like maybe 2100, you'd probably stop finding gas too. Yeah. But they never and, traveled that far. I don't or wait, no, he did travel farther in the future. Yeah, the, he did. Yeah. Tra- you, tra- you travel farther in the Joel's future right. to get the to get the uh, whatever they call. It. I forget to to put the garbage juice compactor or whatever they call yeah, it. Yeah, the to, power of the flux. Com- yeah, yeah. So I, to your to your point, and that's why what's interesting when it's funny how when I see the movie and when the, you realize the, the the line is punctured and the gas is coming out, like okay, here's your inciting incident. Here's the problem that's going to start the series of problems. But Marty's reaction is like, ah, oh, bummer. We have this <laughs> nuclear reaction fission <laughs> magic energy making machine that powers the flux capacitor at a sprightly 1.21 gigawatts. Surely this thing can also do the same for this archaic machine called an automobile called internal combustion. Nope. Just for the flux capacitor, that thing is. Oldie time gasoline still runs the engine. It's not a leap of logic for Marty. It's an actually, and he's very like, ah, but it's, yeah, you got the fuel line puncture, but ah, it's okay. You got the old flux capacitor. <laughs> but I feel I'm like sure you can just make a little line go to the engine. I mean, there should have been go. something that you could do to make the engine run without, like, you think. But I guess in 1990, like, we couldn't even fathom the idea of a car without gas. And I, I, I think it's, I, honestly, I just think it's more MacGuffin. MacGuffin, and yeah. hey, we got to move this plot along. It's out of gas, and the flux capacitor can't doesn't make gas. It just makes time travel happen. 
So I mean, that's kind of the, like the whole plot. I mean, the whole point of the movie is the fact that the car is damaged, so they have to wait for the train, but they only have so many days because he's going to die because the tombstone. Like, yeah, and it's, a, it's all these stakes. It's a it's a lot of stakes, and they're kind of artificially hammered in. And these are all unlike the first movie, where everything happens naturally within the action of the movie, within the the bounds of the movie. And the second one, which goes further afield, the second one's a bit of a mess almost when it all it's back and forth and jumping around and all the leaps it tries to take. This one almost gets too simplistic. Back to the Future 3 really wants you just to forget that time travel is full of paradoxes and holes. <laughs> it's just <laughs> chock full of them. And it really wants you to just kind of put your fingers in your ears and go, ah, la, 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 movie, movie, fun, fun. And to a certain extent you can, but when you get to points like this where it's like, well, Hey doc, how come how come everything's not powered by this magical device you invented <laughs> that it takes <laughs> banana peels and turns it into nuclear fission? Like why can't this do everything? It's again, it's a device that just gets us from point A to point B. I think that's really what it is. Yeah, and they had to have some kind of plot. I just didn't like it that there was so much like, oh, this is gonna happen, so we gotta do this, and oh no, like yeah, it's just and how often they keep saying, look, well, we'll do this next week. Well, you won't be alive next week, doc. You know, we got till Monday. Like <sighs> <laughs> Yeah, and that's when we get to the middle part. And again, when I say middle part, I think the middle hour where there's lots of there's lots of things happening, but not much momentum. Not much gas is in this car <laughs> in the middle of it. <laughs> this thing's getting pushed pushed along until, again, the final 30 when it just takes off and becomes really fun. I, I have a weird question for y'all. Yes. So yeah, we, we've been through three of these movies. Is Marty supposed to be the cool guy in these movies? Because he like whines like way more in this one than he does in yeah. the other two. Yeah, I, he, yeah. I feel like it's a flanderization thing where they're like, oh, we just got to make him more whinier for each movie. But it's like, isn't he supposed to be like the cool kid? And I say that because I also watch uh, Rick and Morty. And now that makes a lot more sense as to why the Morty character acts like that, because they got that from this and not the other Back to the <laughs> uh-huh. Futures. Yeah, that's a good question. I really don't. I don't know. I, I think that also. Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to think on that. I really don't know why they, they made that shift. Maybe 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 time traveling dolls uh, <laughs> remove some of the hubris off a of boy. I don't know. <laughs> I did like all the Seamus stuff, like the whole, where well, the whole you know, he parks his car, it's a bear cave. He runs, he falls down, and when he wakes up, and he's like, you know, mom, I had the weirdest dream, and it's Leah Thompson from the first movie. That was hilarious that they brought her back, and that he's playing him. He's playing C- the Seamus, Seamus, which is the Seamus. I I did like all the Irish accents. Like that, I thought that was pretty. Good. He did. It was a good Irish accent. It really, it was a pretty <laughs> solid accent. Not gonna lie. He did I, pretty good too. This movie, and also Back to the Future too. But it, and again, it makes sense knowing that these were made right next to each other. Essentially, it's really this movie, and that's why I opened with the Great Scott. Great Scott. Let's all <laughs> chuckle and put it on the T-shirt. Great Scott. It's it's this movie really likes to hammer in those uh-huh. old tried and true catchphrases and all that reiteration. Him was a dream again. And then in, in, for a second, in part two, part one, it's great. Part two, ah, it's a cute callback. Part three, it's overstated. It's welcome. Every yeah, time. like it's I every was waiting. I was waiting for him to have a skateboard part in this movie too. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, yeah. I'm on the back of a horse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for something like, was he going to grab just a wheel or a board? And I was trying to figure out how he'd do it. I was like, maybe he's got like a little baby wagon. He nope, he just gets dragged by a horse, which technically he'd be all bloody and bruised and beat oh. up from that. But hey, you know, yeah, he's fine. My wife and I both were like, my wife and I both were like, oh, he would not be walking after after being drugged through the streets of the no. Wild West City there. 
smashed into boards with his head. Oh, he'd be screwed up. Like, yeah. <laughs> concussed, concussed. More than just a mus. He'd be, yeah. And then, of course. any blood. No, <laughs> oh, it's a kid's movie. It's a kid's uh, yeah. movie. Or a family-friendly movie, let's say. It's a family film. Family film. Made in PG-13, wasn't it? I don't know. It's PG. It's yeah, it's all PG. It really? Yep. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It doesn't say on my wiki, but okay. It it yeah. might be one of the weird. Th- oh, I have I have YouTube playing right now. Uh, <laughs> it it might be one of the weird things where like how most movies are. With this was PG thirteen, like back in like the nineties. But then eventually, it's like this is not PG thirteen, and then they made it PG like a decade ago. Can they do that? Can they make that change? Yeah, they did it with uh, what is it? Uh, Spawn. That's one of my favorite like Spawn trivia oh. things. Is Spawn was rated R, and then they realized they own. There's no violence that whole movie. Like characters get shot, but there's no blood spray, and they say fuck once in that whole movie. So it's PG thirteen. <laughs> did they do it after it was released, or was that like a? Yeah, they did it like a decade after it was released. Oh wow, I okay. I didn't know you could do that. Okay. Yeah, totally do that because uh, yeah. movie movie standards change every like decade or so. Okay, nice. Which well, maybe one day. Can- Maybe one day Reanimator can be uh, dumbed down <laughs> to a PG-13, and then we'll all ages can enjoy that fine piece of cinema. I just have to. <laughs> you brought up Bioshock. I'm gonna bring up Reanimator. Fair is fair. Fair is fair. That's fair. Please stop for this podcast. I hope I'm not alive to that. Reanimator. I don't think you have to worry about that. <laughs> oh, I think you're fine. I think you're fine. I just appreciate how many references there are to Reanimator and different things. Because I have, I have run into multiple. No, but I have run into multiple references of Reanimator, and the fact that like people like know that movie, I'm like, how? But, okay. Uh, wait, wait till I make you watch uh, the JoJo series, and make you and your wife watch the JoJo series, Mike, because there's so many JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Anime. There, there's so many, there's so many David Bowie references throughout that entire series. It's not even funny. <laughs> Wanted to watch it. I'm game for that. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> so another thing, I, I another thing that made me laugh because I, I laughed a lot this movie when they go to when he goes to town and it's Town Hill Valley from the Hill Valley from where they were. Like I found that cute and funny. And then you see the you see the clock tower again, that uh, clock tower being built that it's gonna be there. Like I like that. I I appreciate little things like. I mean, yes, this is like how can we keep doing the same thing over and over again? But I appreciated some of it. They had to tie it in. To show that it was the same town. Yeah, and that was fine. That I, it was funny when he's walking into town and you just see him reading the stuff and the, like the marshal is gone to go see Stinky Pete getting killed or something. <laughs> like that was funny. I, I made him rewind it because I didn't read because I couldn't read it. <laughs> I think that little stuff was funny. You would have even read it if I didn't tell you. <laughs> it was okay, but it was, I just like the whole just scene was funny and then and I did appreciate him going to the bar just like he did in the first movie and I think the second movie too. <laughs> And then the Biff sh- and Biff actor shows up, but this time he's not a Biff. He's something else. Mad dog. Yeah. Mad dog Biff. He's dog a shambling maniac. Like, <laughs> yeah, he really is. not The character, the, the Biff, the Biff character, of course, he's and does he share the same last name? Tannen, right? Yeah. Yeah, Tannen. So the same, share the same last name. The, this this Biff character is almost indistinguishable. From the previous two, he's covered in muck. He's constantly drooling and growling. He's literally like he's gone feral. He's like a feral ghoul in Fallout Four. He's, essentially, he's devolved into like this this strange, yeah. stammering, growling creature. It's very odd and very cartoony, um, but kind of fun at the same time. Yosemite Sam. <laughs> What's that? Yosemite Sam. Yeah, Yosemite Sam. <laughs> He, he really is kind of a very nasty person in this too. Like he's like, I only kill, I want to, I only kill people before breakfast. Like just everything with him, he's just kill people after breakfast. 
I mean, I get it's the Wild West, so everything would have been different. But man, like they made him like he goes from being a bully. Well, I mean, he was a terrible person in the first movie. He's, you know, committing sexual assault and now he's murdering people. So, yeah. but I don't know. He just <laughs> pretty bad. Yes, it, it is the just, Wild West. Too. It was just okay back. Yeah, well, that you just shoot everybody too. So, you know, well, well it, and even though it is the Wild West and you can shoot people, they do establish that he's still a psychopath path because he's wanted by like what like every other town because. Uh, what is it? Don't they say they're going to go rob like three banks after they kill him or something? <laughs> they're, like, they're like, I'll kill you tomorrow. Wait, we're robbing a bank tomorrow. Oh, I'll kill you this day. Oh, you know, we're doing this on this day. Oh, well, get anything? you Monday. Do I got anything going on Monday? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a funny, it's a funny line. It's, it's very, very funny. There was, there was some funny stuff. I mean, again, I laughed during this movie multiple times. I was laughing. So, now, I mean, that, you know. Has, has anybody ever seen anything with the actor that plays Thomas F. Wilson plays Biff, all the iterations of Biff, all the Biff iterations, if you will. Oh, Has anybody ever seen any other movie with that man in it? No. He's done other work. <laughs> he has. He's done a bunch of movies, not a single one that I have ever seen or heard. I've seen, I heard about The Informant. He was in The Informant, which is that Matt Damon movie from 15 years ago. He was in Damon. Atlas Shrugged Part 2. What, do you owe someone money? Like what? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, won, okay. I I wonder. Know. Yeah, I just I wonder if uh, I wonder if the people just have a hard time getting work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there there's a lot of things with like, especially being in a what is it in, in Hollywood? If you cast yourself as, as a villain, especially like as a villain, what is this three times in a row? You're yeah. probably not going to find work after that. I think a lot of people that play villains for their first time roles like have issues finding work after that because people always associate them with villains and some people just keep doing it for the rest of their career. Ooh, he did a lot of uh, animated stuff. He did a lot of voices. That's what you do. He was in uh, Batman, the animated series. He was in one episode. He played Robin and Robin's record. I never, I've never seen a single episode of of the animated series someday, sir. I know. I know people tell me it's wonderful. I don't know. (laughs) I vote you watch it now for the holidays. <laughs> I, I, I'd like to. He's been picking in the brain. He's a new Batman adventure. He's got a bunch of yeah. Buzz Lightyear, Star Command, Johnny Bravo, Ghost Whisperer. He was in a lot of stuff. So he did a lot of voices. He that's that's the uh, the takeaway from this uh, nonstop lathering. <laughs> he was Tony Zuko in Batman the Animated Series. Oh, and he did uh, video games. He was in Wing Commander, Wing Commander <laughs> three and four, and Prophecy, Star Trek Voyager Elite Force. Are any of the Star Trek games good? Is there, are there any? I have good no ones? idea. No, there's so many, and I don't think any of them are good. Generations right. is good for 360, from what I remember hearing people say. Mm-hmm. But I've never... a lot of Back to the Future games, Star Wars: The Old Republic, just additional voices. He literally just went in there and did rando NPC 52. 52. Well, he's in Shattered Dimensions. He was Electro. That's a good game, yeah. by the way. I mean, he's not that handsome. Fair. No. <laughs> I would never pick him as a leading man in anything. <laughs> but, but but you know what? But this is we're, we're very going off 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 a field on Mr. Wilson here. But but he does. He, I could see him though as like a character style actor. Yeah. But I think maybe his role was so iconic and so just painted to him. I can imagine it was be, be very hard for him to get any other work after. Oh, he was in yeah. Legends of Tomorrow as Henry Hankwood, whoever the Henry Haywood, whoever the hell that is for nine episodes. So okay. I would. I watched the show, but I've been a while. I never finished. But in this, in in, no in this role, in this role, in this movie, sorry, I'm just gonna try <laughs> to steer you. us back. I'm just, it's oh, fine. No. I'm, Good job. I got Bill. you back. I got you back. In this movie, he he is unintelligible. He's just jabbering mong 
monster 52. It's fine. But it's it's fun. Uh, I can't remember what gets what happens in the bar, but I just remembered I just put in my notes he gets dragged by when they they tie they throw a rope around him and drag him through town, but I don't remember what the You're gonna skip over the part where he dances like Michael Jackson? Yeah, no, yeah, I put in my notes. No. That was cool. It, it's before he calls him mad dog. He doesn't like being called mad dog. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I did like when he danced like Michael Jackson. That was funny. <laughs> and yeah, and, then, and like, what the hell? <laughs> And then they start shooting at him, and that—that's what makes him do the Michael Jackson dance. And when okay. he does the—he does the big spin, and he ends up stomping onto the spit bucket. Yeah, the spittoon. That was covering him in. Covering hey, him in. Collect those stupid things now, by the way, oh in 2023. Oh. <laughs> people do. I have watched dumb enough. I really, really like shows like antique stuff, and people will buy those stupid things. So yeah, you won't let me collect shit like that. No, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> but people do. He yells at me. We have enough junk. Says the man who still has all these Xbox videos. Hey, until I can other ways to play them, they have to stay there. <laughs> yeah, the oldie time spittoon. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> to add to this movie, they're about to hang him because he called him Mad yeah. Dog. Like, oh, we haven't had a hang him lately. Like, they're like, you know, hang him on the building. Like, nothing. Like, I'm like, they're just watching people. I mean, it is the H. To be fair, for I mean, it's 1800, so it does it's not that far off. Also, everyone be free. Yeah, I mean, all that was. I mean. Technically, all that was accurate of what probably happened a lot in the 1800s. Well, according to all the Westerns, yes. <laughs> yeah. And Red Dead Redemption both one and two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really need to play two someday. Uh, oh, and I forgot, this is how Doc and Marty meet, because Doc has, like, a modified rifle. Yeah. With a freaking, like, sniper uh, sniper thing on it. I thought that was cool. Can we get one of those? That was cool. <laughs> we don't like guns. That was such a fallout weapon. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> you know that thing was called the strengthened. Oh, I gotta think of it. Oh, damn! What's a fallout fallout ass uh, name for that sniper rifle? Str- strengthened lever action rifle. <laughs> strengthened lever action combat <laughs> quickened rifle with yeah. extended barrel. <laughs> <laughs> it was cool. Oh, it was great. It was, like, it was a oh, nice man. introduction to Doc. And like the whole them yell him yelling at him like you owe me you know you owe me five dollars for the horseshoe and seventy dollars or seventy five dollars for the horse because I shot the horse. <laughs> I was like, what? That was funny. This zombie. I mean, all the he's like, oh, that's the eighty dollars, and I'm just like, <laughs> movie is yeah is again that... yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, you can go ahead. I what I was gonna say is senseless. You you probably have something much more interesting <laughs> to say. No, I was gonna <laughs> say is is isn't that the same thing of like every other movie where he's like, hey, you messed up my ride and you owe me like, like you owe me like a hundred dollars. And it's like, oh, oh, you know, I didn't do the math, nor did I bother to watch the other two movies to see if it's around the same. Like, OK, but yeah, that's, I forgot. That's yeah. Like each movie. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Doc yeah, because Doc had to die, was the one that was going to get killed. Normally, you always want to kill Marty. He still wanted to kill Marty. Good point. <laughs> oh, wow. That's a lot. Uh, Five dollars in 1885 is worth one hundred and fifty eight today. Holy shit. Damn. That's an expensive horseshoe. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't want to do the math because that's not what horseshoes cost it, then or now. So it's 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 work and labor probably. But everybody has horses. way too high. That's way I've too high. I've never tried putting on a horseshoe. God no, but I watched TikTok with them people do it. Then count? I'd like to and see we, you try. And we loop back to that, don't we, Michael? We really do. To horse TikToks. <laughs> yeah, I forgot I talked about that in a previous episode. That's not been released yet, but yes. Oh, um, and then and then seventy five dollars in eighteen eighty five would have been two thousand six hundred and fifty three dollars. I feel like a horse couldn't have cost that much in eighteen eighty five. Oh, I know nothing about the economy of the eighteen hundreds. <laughs> I can say in Red Dead it wasn't. I think it was cheaper than that for a horse than seventy five dollars. But I don't remember. It's been a while. You know what? Thousand dollars is a little bit. Yeah. I mean, in the eighteen hundreds, was that loud? Why did you flinch? 
<laughs> you scared me. Both. <laughs> but uh, when when Marty gets back to the lab, uh, whenever he gets done with like the whole goofy ice cube thing, does he put on the Clint the Clint Eastwood <laughs> outfit? I think this is around this time, yeah. Because he gives yeah. him different clothes. He's like, why are you wearing this stupid getup? He's like, who put this on? He's like, you did. You did. <laughs> it's cute. Yeah, it's a very cute little idea. Yeah. Uh, I did like you... the whole ice cube thing, too, where he asked for ice water and they laugh at him. That was all. I like all that. Water? Well, to be fair, they didn't drink water because the water was shit. Because they didn't <laughs> understand. I don't think they... When did they figure out to boil it with how you kill everything? Probably like the 1900s. Yeah, because they just made beer. and they, Beer was safe, so they just drank beer instead. So... I think it was, yeah, like 1800, I think it was kind of the same way. You just drank beer. I'm going to say, uh, Bill, you watched a bunch of uh, Westerns. Is Marty wearing, like, the actual, like, canon, like, Clint Eastwood outfit? Yeah, it's it's got a Clint Eastwood Levi. It's got the poncho. Yeah, it's it's kind of, sort of, yeah. Okay. It's, uh, I, I'm not a, I'm not, a, I'm not an I mean, expert. It's not, it's, yeah. it's not exactly, like, he doesn't have, I've watched those movies. Definitely some yeah, it's close. It's close enough. Like this is more accurate to the time too. <laughs> like the stupid outfit. Yeah, that. Yeah, or then an you know, urban cowboy, or, you know, midnight cowboy. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not, yeah, that's not. That's the vibe uh, he was going for within fifty, the fifties era. <laughs> yeah, it's it. I think it's it fit the stupidity, and and I did oh. find it funny when they like the whole di. I think this is when you have the whole diorama when he's kind of showing like, here's what we're gonna do, and here's you know they try to get the horse to go fast. Well, first they try to get the car to go faster using the horses pulling the car, and they're like, we can't get more than thirty five miles an hour. And what a so. jump too! Like what an absolute time jump! <laughs> like from talking about, hey, how are you gonna get this car going? To I guess they really wanted a cool shot of horses pulling a DeLorean for yeah. I don't know some product or commercial. I don't know. Sure Very odd toy. scene because I'm sure the scientist. You know, the genius who made the juicer that turns banana peels into nuclear fission. I'm sure you can figure out that six horses can't pull a, a car go 85 miles, 88 miles. No, an hour. I mean, because no, I mean, no amount of horses need, could. You don't need to test this. Like, you don't need this is not something you I need to kind of put into a trial run. Your time can be better spent doing other things outside because they had to be outside for the train for they could go to the ravine and save Clara. I think that was kind of it. Maybe. It was no, just a weird, no, I didn't need that. No, there was no there was no need for it. Where'd you get to six again? These are the things that are popping in my brain that shouldn't be popping in my brain during a Back to the Future movie because they should yeah. just be having fun. Because they, they go to horses. Had horses. They just had six. Horses. Apparently, he had eight thousand dollars. Hey, whatever. around. <laughs> he probably made his money. Like literally made it. <laughs> but like, so I was thinking about like, oh yeah, so they because they go to the ravine because he's looking at the part where you know. Why it has to be a, like, I was thinking to myself, like, couldn't you just have any train track that's long enough where you just go? Why does it have to be that we're going to destroy this train, but just at the last minute, we're going to get you go 88. So you're fine, but the train destroyed. Like, couldn't it have just been like anywhere that you do that? It doesn't need to be right there. I mean, that's, I didn't, I didn't, that didn't bother me too much. Cause again, okay. this is the era where it was expansion and I could definitely yeah. see them still working on rail lines, right? And you yeah. know, this rail line's not ready yet. And this is a perfect straight track. If it's if it's curved, you know we're not gonna be able to like speed through a curve at 88 miles an hour. It's gotta be a straight go so that we can just pick up speed and not worry about turns. Yeah, that all that for me personally tracked okay. So. Okay. Why are you worried about destroying trains? I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> it just seems stupid to, stupid to me. Like, why are you having a plan where if this doesn't work, you're going to death? Spoiler alert, it's just a toy train. That train is worth like six dollars. That train is worth like six horses. Okay, you have to. 
Oh, but and like we were kind of saying, like this is where he saves Clara from the crash that shouldn't have happened because he wouldn't have been there, so she would have died. But yeah, it doesn't matter. I still think he was supposed to pick her up at the train station, so she shouldn't have been. Well, and then maybe he for and then he forgot. I'm not yeah. watching this movie again to find out. No, by the so way, so that's what I thought. He was supposed to pick her up at the train station, and then he forgot, so she was like, "Fuck this," and took a buggy by herself, and then I don't know what happened. Okay. Because the mayor does make a comment about, so maybe that's how it happened. I don't know. I could watch the movie, but I'm not going to. Yeah. Okay. This one, they go back to the lab and they have the diorama of the plan, which pays off later, sort of. I did like that though. I like how I was thinking to myself, how the fuck did he make this giant diorama? Like they only have like less than a week before he's going to get killed. If they got to do this, like when do you have time to make this? <laughs> that's a good a question. His barn? Is it a barn? Yeah. His shop. His shop. It wasn't a garage. That's for sure. <laughs> so. Yeah, so I was kind of thinking about it. Like, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. But all right, you know, it doesn't matter. But in this, yeah, I, I did like the diorama. I thought it was funny. He had a little card, had the battery on it and stuff. And like stuff that didn't exist in 18, you know, 50, 85, 55, whatever and, year this is. And you have the the nice little callback of, I know it's not the scale. It's like, okay, another callback to the other movie. That's better. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize that was a callback. Yeah, he, he's like, forgive me, it's Marty, it's not the scale. But, but Marty stops him and says, I, I, I know, Doc, it's, it's not the scale. It's fine. It's a <laughs> oh. Okay, I did not. You see, some people wouldn't have realized that because it would have been six years, or in this case, yeah. it's been six, eight months, and I don't remember nine, ten months. But, okay. <laughs> should watch the second. No, I shouldn't. I should watch the first one again, but then I wouldn't want to watch this. Yeah. yeah. First one's a perfect movie. I well, agree with that statement. Me to watch this movie. So yep, you I did. To watch it too. Wait, of course I did. So we were talking earlier about how that we thought this movie had a lot of padding. I think it feels that way because you could you shove like two movies into the second movie. So the second movie feels like there's way too much in it, but it's enough. So whenever it feels like, oh, there, there's too much padding in this, it's like, oh, yeah, because it's only staying in one timeline. I think that's a good I think that's a good that's a good point. Plus, the the problem with this also, too, is the the second movie, if I remember my critiques or concerns about it was was it felt so stuffed. Because you're constantly yeah. bouncing around. This movie is much more straightforward. This is just it's a very point A to point B type of story. And they try to fill in the gaps with because you don't need to do real character development. Marty is Marty. There's no really we've kind of exhausted how much teenage heartthrob can do. And they really lean into this Doc Brown finding love situation. I don't know how I feel about it. It's a good actor doing really good work. So I'm I'm actually okay with all of it. It's actually two good actors doing two good. But two, it's also two. a huge time time paradox issue. But. It's a a yes, it's a big time paradox situation. Also, it just really flies in the face of the actual character of Doc. And it's such a weird 180 where you have this truncated timeline. Because again, the movie has to have a truncated timeline, right? So you know, so Marty is gonna have to face off against Mad Dog Biff in on Monday. So you have so there's your there's your ending point. There's your deadline, right? So we don't have all we don't have we don't have three months to figure this out. We have three days. Okay, fine. Now, secondly, Doc is getting second thoughts because he wants to stay in the he wants to stay back in time because he's now in love with this Clara person because they both like Jules Verne. But then he decides and he gets his good sense back because you can't have this without Doc. You can't have the final adventure. You can't have just Marty doing it by himself and Doc waving goodbye. See you later, Marty. <laughs> you can't have that. So you have like all these little competing pieces that are just not gelling. And again, it's Back to the Future. First one, it's just gels. It just slides together beautifully. And this one, it's just not. Yeah. Just not. Uh, and I, I just kept thinking, man, I don't. 
I care about Doc, and it's nice that he's finding some finding love, but none of this is just meshing quite right. This is all feels a little too written. I've said a lot in the show before where things get too writery, and <laughs> all this feels very writery to me. Oh, I I thought you were gonna make a joke where it was something about that Doc Brown's like seventy, and the woman that they like hook him up with is like thirty. That's I know. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Well, I didn't. I don't know. I agree. Really think about that. He ain't wrong, unfortunately. But because yeah. at minimum, how old he is? Seventy. Like at minimum, Doc Brown is like fifty. I want to say because there's no way that man is at forty at most. <laughs> no, no, no. He's no, a. He's no, in. No, 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 no. He is at retirement age. He is. Uh, <laughs> But she finds him dashing because he and it's, not for I mean, nothing. It's the 1800s. She doesn't have a lot of choice. Is she going to go for Mad Dog? Or the other Hicks at the bar? Or the other Hicks at the bar? Yeah, I right. Exactly. Him too. <laughs> she reads, she reads uh, science fiction. Come on now. She's not going to be <laughs> hanging out with those hayseeds. Let's go. I, I do like <laughs> Man like of the Culture. Whole, the clock dedication scene I thought was good. And yeah, that's fun. I like that everything with the doc and him dancing with Clara. Like, yeah, I like all this. Like, cute. just. Yeah, I mean, it was like the, and then when they take the picture from the clock, which they, you know, they, they see later, or like he gives them the end of the movie, like just little things like that. I enjoyed that. The shooting gallery thing was kind of funny, but I, I, it didn't, I didn't get the point. Like he all of a sudden he's a great shot for some reason. He gave it to no. him in his left hand. No, he, that's the game he played at the arcade. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. also the game he played at the, and, oh, in the first movie and yep. the second. Oh, the that's why I, okay. I did not. And the arcade game where he shot and the kid's like, that's a baby game. You have to touch it with your hands. Yep. Okay. Now I do. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Unlike the, the the slick and exclusive Xbox Connect, where you don't have to use or touch anything with your hands. Nothing <laughs> <laughs> mm. oh, worked. I and again, this is and that's a perfect example of this movie. Again, trying to hammer in. It's if you know what? I just had the thought. I had a thought, y'all. <laughs> this movie. It's trying to check off the boxes, and that's the problem. And two does the same exact thing. When <laughs> the writers, the people who wrote first Back to the Future, had no boxes to check. They just made a beautifully <laughs> tight script, and they just made a drumhead tight script. And they was so good that, like now, every subsequent movie, we have to have these references. We have to say Great Scott at least seven times. We have to have a scene of him shooting something. With a gun, we have to have a chasing. We have to have manure. We yeah. so this so the that's why I think this just doesn't have the panache or the elegance of the first one because now we're trying to like hit the beats instead of just making something cohesive and fun. We're trying to do the late eighties, early nineties thing of hey, here's what sequels do. Sequels reiterate upon themselves. That's yeah. why they're sequels. So we have to do these things, and that's a perfect example of. Yeah, why does this guy have a, a handgun demonstration at the festival? I guess he could. I mean, I don't know. I've seen I weird mean, stuff that, at festivals, but I seen close enough at the time. Yeah, and that's fine. Again, I don't mind. I, yeah, it was the Colt revolver, the gun that won the West. Yeah, I don't mind. Again, I don't mind that as far as like if you're gonna do it, do it there. That's again, that's perfectly fine. I didn't realize it was a callback. But yeah, it's just the nature of the callback. Yep. Oh, I, I just I thought it was going to play a part later that he was a really good shot. So when he fought Biff, I thought, OK, he's just going to be able to shoot no, Biff. I made a comment about it. I can't remember what I said, but I made a comment about it. Something, I can't remember. I have no memory of this. I d clearly don't either. Just that I made a comment. <laughs> <sighs> OK, but that eh, I would have liked it better when it wasn't a callback. But I, I did laugh at when the marshal shows up and the marshal's the, the, the actor that played the principal. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> he had to point that out to me. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious to see him like that. Did y'all notice that the band is ZZ Top? 
Yeah. Yes. It is ZZ it Top, right? Somewhere. Yeah. I was thinking like a ZZ Top song. They just were like playing just, I wanted something. Yeah. It was ZZ Top. I knew man. it was. Come on. I, something. Jamie, if you ever listen to this, my wife, it is ZZ Top. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for What's corroborating that. She's going to listen to this. On none. There is no okay. chance. Sorry. That's no offense. My wife doesn't no listen offense taken. My wife doesn't listen to podcasts. My wife has I, listened to a single, listen to one episode, episode I've ever done. One. It was pretty funny, but that was. I have made over 550 episodes of this podcast. You listened to one, so I get it. <laughs> like your fifth episode or something. Second. Okay, fine. Oh, and he remembers which one it was too. <laughs> yes, I do. I was in his early days. I was supporting him, and I was doing overnights. That had a lot to do with it. Yeah. You did overnight <laughs> after that too, by the way. Did I? Yes, and you didn't listen anymore. I was taking naps. Mm. <laughs> my the way I see it with my wife, she, she hears me do this show. I am a loud human being, and our house is not that big. <laughs> She's already heard half of this conversation anyway. <laughs> she really has to. It's I fine. I genuinely don't mind. <laughs> I, oh, I, I, if he's recording with you, Bill, I can just imagine what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Am I that predictable at this point? Is, have I done this show too much now where all of this has become stale? <laughs> Not stale at all. But, and then you, so this, okay, in my notes, you have him checking in the guns and then, but he still keeps a gun on him. He pulls a gun on Doc. I forget why he pulls, oh, because he wants to dance with Clara, I guess. He also so wants to pull a gun on Doc. He just wants his money. Yeah, he just... Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you have the, the Frisbee joke. I don't know why that thing was called a Frisbee that... Or why we had Frisbee in the pie pan for, but unless that's a reference I to... I didn't... I don't know either. How Frisbee's I, came. I don't know. I don't that, know. That, that That's how Frisbee came. The, the Frisbee's was the name of the company that made pies. And so they... Oh. People would, people would play with their with their pie tins as toys, so they decided to turn it into toys. That's what they're called, Frisbee's. Oh, okay, cool. Interesting. Okay, cool. Yeah. I had no idea. Neat. And I was yeah. waiting, and this I is when he... This is when you have the whole stupid scene. He calls him yellow and challenges him to the duel. The duel on Monday. Can't do it on Sunday. Yeah, pencil you in. <laughs> I mean, it was funny. I laughed. I, I enjoyed it. Like, I I was waiting for him to say chicken because that's what they do in all the other movies. But they just say yellow. And then yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah. I mean, I also yellow. didn't realize that yellow was a I racist slur. Either. But, you know, all right. Yeah, yeah. It is. Hey, yeller. Like, it's an oldie. It's an oldie. Yeah. Not a goodie, but an oldie. Again, it's kind of one of those things. You, I give it a pass. I mean, it's, it was. Yeah, no, era. it didn't bother me. Nah, it's not. Fine. I don't consider it problematic because it no. it isn't played for that. And it and it does fit the time period that they're portraying. It wasn't so. it wasn't done with malice. Right. No. It was just that was just how people talk. That's yeah. It's it also, was, it's also yeah. changed over the years, too. So. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, I was just annoyed how like I think it was like three different times in the movie. They do the damn joke of. You're a coward. So, but I know that's just the thing with these movies. So I'm like, and this is when he gets the, call him the, a name. He gets the free gun, which really <laughs> doesn't even do anything. I like how Seamus, his ancestor, was like, "Don't let them get to you. Why do you let them get to you when they call you stuff like that?" And I'm like, "Yes." Yeah, but you think the ancestor would have not brought it through the blood for all of them to be like that? But <laughs> no. hey. I want to know when it started. And it's also when this is the point when he's walking, talking with Seamus, where you can tell he's dark. He's in a darker area than Seamus is. Like you can. Re- I mean, again, I know how filmmaking it works. Nineties, but but it just bothered me. I'm like, this is like really noticeable that they're not next to each other. <laughs> it, it was really noticeable to me. Other than I knew that's how he did it. And every time you say nineties, my brain goes places. It's the nineteen nineties. <laughs> So we're not going to go there again. Oh, can we? No, I did that on a pre- episode that has not aired yet. So. Oh, yeah. In the 1990s, it see, was art. See, Joe, that's what. 
Okay. <laughs> you don't remember from our Power Rangers episode? No. Okay. I can remind you. What? What was it? <laughs> I went to a museum. No, it was like a TikTok of a little kid telling his mom he went or she went to a museum and saw penises. Because in the 1990s, penises were a thing. <laughs> okay. And it was art. You don't remember this joke? I remember that joke. <laughs> Every time I hear 1990s, I hear, that comes to my head. And civil, it's a 1990s. Civil rights are a thing. I don't know what movie that's from, but it's in Kendall's a friend of the show. has been on the show before in his opening podcast, one of them. And I I have no idea what movie it is, but it's, I always hear those two things come to my head every time now, unfortunately. It's fine. I have my notes. You had Doc talking to Clara. I don't remember what. I think this is just they're getting closer. And then you then you, you had to have more detailed notes. Yeah, it's fine. And then this is where you have the breakfast machine. Again, another throwback to the first movie. I was thinking to myself, like... Did it feed his dog, too? I didn't feed No, it didn't feed the dog at the time. It just made eggs and stuff. <laughs> oh, which, to me, he, seemed really ineffective. He, he's talking to her, and that's where they realize that, that she likes uh, Jules Verne. And oh, then, okay. And then he talks about reading uh, 20 Leagues Under the Sea as a kid, but she's like, the book came out 10 years ago. How'd you <laughs> that read was a kid? He's like, oh, shit. I felt like I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. That was... And then... I, the stuff with him back in the town where everybody's like, you know, you know, knows his name now. And the, and the, and the undertaker is, you know, measuring him for the coffin and getting everything ready. That was all great. I don't want to buy a suit. I'm not measuring you for a suit. So. <laughs> <laughs> very cute again. Very, very cute. Uh, and then they keep pulling this one. They keep pulling off the photo, looking at the tombstone, the photo that they should not have. That doesn't, that should not exist in, you know, 1985. Right. But I mean, that I did like that whole idea where they keep, you know, where photo changes because, their actions are changing the future. I did like that. Yeah, again, I don't have a problem with that. You, you need a visual representation yeah. of, of time passing. Again, you need that kind of visual, you know, ticking clock, and that's what that serves. It's fine. Again, it's it not as effective matter. though. Not as effective as the picture in the first one because no, no. not at all. Because mm-hmm. you know, in the first one, you're, the the hands are disappearing, and then like the neck is going. Like it's got that really phenomenal you know, timer going. Where this is a little clunkier, but. It's, fine you know get another another bit of yeah another bit of stuff to keep things going i forget at what point in this movie they they make a mention about the girlfriend it might have been later but at some point they go how we left her on the porch all those years ago yeah but okay this is i have my notes you put they put the car in the tracks which to me didn't make a whole lot of sense but okay i mean i guess but the car would fly off whatever they make it work and then this is oh this is so, Tiffany, you had a comment about this. When Doc goes to tell Clara he's leaving and she's all being way more saucy than she should be for the 1800s, you were saying? Oh, when she opens the door? Yeah, she's inviting him in and everything. Yeah, she's just in her, you know, night clothes and hair is undone and oh, all the shame. My goodness, lady. <laughs> what are you doing? You're an unmarried woman and you're in front of a man and you're in night clothes with your robe <laughs> open. Poor Sheen, the whole town's gonna know. Uh, I, I like she's a, he, <laughs> she's a she's a modern woman, you see. She's she reads Jules Verne, so she's 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 no Neanderthal, you see. She's uh, sexually she's no, liberated. She's a parasite? <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, parasite. God. Oh, he goes that voice. That's where I go. He knows. I know. I know. <laughs> Every time, I love it. Our, our never ending, one of our never ending jokes in this podcast. <sighs> Bioshock. You wouldn't in know. the 1990s. That's what's coming of her never-ending joke, too, at this rate, unfortunately. Uh, I, I, I like how when she's like, you tell me the truth. She's like, well, I come from the future. I got a time machine, and I'm going to be leaving back. Like, we should. not have to lie to me. And I thought that was hilarious. She just slapped him. She's like, why do you lie to me like that? He's like, I told you the truth. 
And all of this is so fillery. This is yeah. such. <laughs> oh, you want to talk about fillery? We're about to be here. at the most fillery point the whole movie. Yes, I know. But this is this again. This is one of the many things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Weird. Boy, I'm looking. At, I'm looking at your notes. Take that off the table as a word. Fillery. Yeah, like she doesn't like my word usage. <laughs> like I'm creating well. new words. No. This is this is a this is padding. This and and again, all this is a very all this is very strange because again, I don't mind the idea of Doc falling in love and 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 finding partner and some connection, but the expediency and the speed in which this is done is so again writery. It's so scripted and. Yeah. Again, coming from the provenance of a movie that's, that's so clearly it doesn't feel like it. It's um, it just feels very generic, and uh, I don't know. It just feels very padded. Again, oh, I mean, the, the whole thing with him at the bar and like this whole scene of them going to the bar and him holding that whole she's holding that shot. How, how much he drink? He had one shot. He passes out. Like everything with this was just so stupid. Biff counting. And then not knowing how to count, like it's just oh, oh it goes on forever. It's, and then the wake up juice. Count, but if he holds up his fingers, suddenly he knows how many numbers are at. I mean, isn't the wake up juice while he's counting two or is it out? Like it's just too oh, much. They make wake up juice. They uh, they write a novel. <laughs> they shine their shoes. They do they it's they just do every, too their taxes much happening. Yes, Clara. This is a, you also Clara boards the train too. Oh, all oh, that's right before Very he starts sl- counting, but. It's just too much stuff happening, and it's just so stupid. And the town be like, "Well, if you don't stay for the fight, then you'll be a coward. Everyone will know you're a coward. It's the whole country." Like I'm like, this is just stupid. Also, Clara very slowly buy the train ticket too, because it shows her buying a ticket and then boarding the train, and then I think also waiting on the train until it starts up. You mean the bus? The train that thinks it's a bus where you can just stop it all of a sudden without anything? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not how a bus works either, but it really upset me. <laughs> it really upset me at one point when she's on this train a little bit later when people are talking and she just hits the pulls the string, the train just comes to a complete stop and she yeah, gets off it. Right. Because everyone everyone needs an oh shit handle on a moving steam locomotion <laughs> locomotive. That's those cars are not connected to the locomotion locomotive. They're not there's not like a wire going to No. What? The engine was like a giant pail of water just takes off the steam. <laughs> And then just stops. Like again, <sighs> very silly. And again, this is this movie really hoping you're just going la la la. Don't go. I mean, go. couldn't they have something where she's like, "Sir, I have to get off. I have to." And then, I mean, there could have been a. But I guess uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it, it bothered me a lot. An immediate stop because that would take too long after all the fillery stuff we had. It's, Thank you. It's not making good use of your time. <laughs> and all this, like her getting off the train, her hearing about the old guys talking about how Doc was so upset about this girl. All this is happening during the time that <laughs> Biff is counting and they go outside before yeah. they actually, before he's about to shoot Doc. Like all this happens between yeah. that. Like it's, it's a, just never ending. It never ends. And the problem here is, again, we're dealing with people we don't really ugh, don't care about. This movie could have been perfectly fine without Clara. We didn't need a love interest for Doc. The only reason we have a love interest is to make the movie longer. <laughs> the only and they purpose. give it the trilogy ending they wanted to give it. Yeah, but I, and I, I understand that. And I, I, I again, all this is in service to, I think, what is actually genuinely a very fun ending. So I'm going to forgive a lot of these sins because the way it ends up is, I honestly think, is a lot of fun. Even if it's a little silly and contrived, it's still, I think, a good time. People walking on speeding trains is fun. That just is. It's just okay, a natural part of life. 
but I have, I, I have issues with this train part that we'll get to. But yeah, I guess it, there are some, again, weird things in there, too. But we'll, again, we'll get to it. This, this whole thing, just like you said, takes forever. And we because we're dealing with things that have very little to no stakes. Like all he had to do was not show up to the fight. <laughs> all he had yeah. to do was what he ended up doing anyway. And he just said, hey, I don't need to deal with this 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 monster i'm gonna go out the, do you have a back door to this place yes the it's out back door. fantastic and just do that like all of these problems and again this movie is really trying to trade off of this very convoluted style of escape where we're gonna again push the delorean to go to 88 miles an hour by <laughs> these mcguffin wonder logs he <laughs> made that magically make the right color smoke, which is actually good filmmaking because that way you can visually see what's happening. It's literally a visual green, yellow, red, and like can't paint it any brighter for the audience. Uh, you, All you, these. Yeah. You skip my favorite part where, uh, what is it? He actually fights uh, Biff or Mad Dog, wherever the hell his name is. It's Biff. It's basically Biff every time. Biff is fine. Yeah. And he gets shot and then he ends up revealing that he's wearing a makeshift bulletproof vest and he ends up just beating the shit out of him. Okay. That, yeah, that was fun and cool. cathartic. Yeah, it's fun. I enjoyed all that stuff where he, you know, he has the, and again, you see him by the furnace and he like, you know, and he grabs it. Like, I like that. And then when he does hit him and Biff falls into the manure again, like, it's funny. Do you see the part? I actually had a, I actually laugh. I actually got a good laugh. I I had a good laugh. I was like, (laughs) that's okay. It's more, more shit. (laughs) <laughs> did you did you did you all see the part where they forgot that Marty's carrying a gun? Because I love the the part at the bar where they're like, "Are you gonna go outside or not?" And they throw the gun across the counter, and you see Marty wearing a gun. He goes, "I already got a gun," and I feel like they legitimately forgot that he was wearing that <laughs> in the movie, and they just kept it, I guess. And they just kept it in, yeah, yeah, cause, yeah. That's that's a very good one too. Yeah, here here's my gun. Well, I mean. I, Again, you're right. And it's like, hey, we bet we bet money on you and you better go out there. If you don't go out there, the whole town's going to think you're a coward. And it's just. But you are, you oh are right, Bill, that your earlier comment, you just didn't need to be there. Just leave because what does it matter? You, you're, you're not going to be you're They're never going to see you again either, because by the time you reappear into the timeline, they're all long dead and gone. And this and that's why I say this is 40 minutes worth of movies stuffed into two hours worth of yeah. screen time. And it's. And it's well, not stuffed, I should say, stretched amongst two hours of screen time. Yeah. This, the problem that was set problem is not a big deal problem. The big problem is we need to get this thing to go fast. Honestly, my first thought was, let's find a hill. Let's find a hill and just roll it down <laughs> the hill. Now, they paper over it in there in the conversation earlier in the movie where he's like, oh, we find a really long hill. Ah, but there's no there's no hill around here that we they would do that from. But there is a ravine. I don't know what the terminal velocity of a two-ton car is, but I'm sure it's a heck of a lot faster than 88 miles per hour. Yeah, I you feel could yeah. just and you are a scientist that once again built also if a you drop nuclear the car reactor straight, out of garbage machine. Except you would die. <laughs> no, well you'd hit two, yeah, right. You're right. You're, you're right. You, you would you it would work. You would hit 88 and you would go to the future. <laughs> and then <laughs> you would die. Yeah. The future <laughs> so good point. Good point. Good point. Good point. Wouldn't work. So they, they kind of paint themselves into this like silly situation in which there is real no good so there's no sensible solution where again the, the solution to the original back to the future feels a lot more natural yeah and just feels more baked into the world like hey this is an impossible task we can do but it seems doable on the surface this one to have a train push a cart at 88 miles an hour well, with magic MacGuffin logs that's it's just so contrived and silly and it's, it's a stretching of an idea. And that's why I think this all feels very thin. Yeah. And, and all the stuff that 
when, it, when all the stuff leading up to the whole train, like after they finally get done with Biff and like where Clara runs to go meet them and misses them and she sees the time machine in the barn and like when they go to the train, like we were thinking about this earlier, they're like, there's people on this train. Like they're just going to murder people. See, they never mentioned anything about take. I mean, did they mention? No. Yeah, they about- did. Yeah, they did. Oh. Okay. Yeah, they said they were going dis- to mm-hmm. Yeah, they said they were going to disconnect the train and we just take that the engine. part, and so we were both very confused. <laughs> I mean, also, like I was thinking about that. They, 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 they stop the train. They take the train. They disconnect the cars. Then they start the train to push the cars. Like you could have just taken the train, Before disconnected the cars it. while it's running, pull oh, the guys yeah. off, and just keep going. No, you, you can't. Actually. If you know anything about trains, <laughs> the, the force of the tell force him, of the Sheldon, car, tell the force of the cars pulling each other pull those things tight. So you have to make sure they're mm-hmm. loose before you can separate, or else you'd never okay. be able to separate because they, they get. Okay, I'm thinking go. of Batman, and then they yeah. do that in Batman shows and stuff. See, anyway, <laughs> but that didn't bother me. We got to stop the train and all that's fine. And actually, all like holding up the train, like train heist sort of thing, like. That, that oh, was yeah. a thing in those in that I era. Mean, so it was, all that works for me. It fine. was funny when he's like, "Is this a is this a robbery or whatever?" He says, "Like it's more <laughs> of a science <laughs> experiment." That was funny. Very good. It's a very funny joke. I like that one a lot. This is when we're having fun now. Now yes. I'm having fun, and since I'm having fun, I can forget about the goofy things, like all the dumb things you're going to talk about in a second about this train sequence. Oh, there. But I this mean, the is, train stuff was. Fun? It's it fun, just, though. I'm having fun now. This and then is Clara fun. shows up, and you have Clara oh, climbing on the train. stupid. And how they don't notice Clara until he's yeah. until Doc is almost on the car, and just, yeah. The longest quarter mile in the history of quarter miles? Right. Oh, boy. oh, God, I didn't realize it was just a quarter mile. And she's well, it's like, it's like, like a, hanging on by a thread. Like, that dress is not made to hold that woman like that. No! <laughs> Dresses no. were made differently back then. <laughs> <laughs> just everything with that was just too long and i mean it was fun but i like the cartoonish aspect aspect when she holds on and it goes and she's like flying like a flame okay there was some funny shit with the train and how the fires go and he's like oh the next fire is gonna go doc and i mean it was funny with the MacGuffin freaking things they throw in the fire that somehow burn for so long for the chemicals release whatever like it's fine yeah and again and it's it's and the it's, hoverboard it's yeah. being used that was carried throughout this entire movie like in the you know just there it's in the car wasn't it yeah but that was fine like it was i i, I enjoyed that it, it was used not like he carried it with him no and we and but but now we've have because now we're in the third movie of this trilogy and we've seen the perfection that is the first back to the future we expect <laughs> if something is in a shot it is going to be used like these movies don't have that on them right and so now you're being now everything's being tele- telegraphed. Like, why would he bring the hoverboard with him in the pl- in the car? Obviously, it's going to come into play at the end somehow, right? So again, this is the filmmakers being they 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 know how to put these pieces in order and how to make these things work. But again, there's just not enough to propel this movie at a brisk pace over the course of two hours. But again, this part now, this ending part. I don't mind the fact that they're that they just made up a fake log that knows exactly when to time the other log. I didn't either. They, again, didn't. and what's beautiful about Doc Brown, and this is throughout all the movies, what's beautiful about Doc is that he says things so fast that you don't have you half hear everything he's saying anyway. So he can just spew pseudoscience. Like, oh, they're, they're designed to, to go off at a certain temperature, so they can propels it at a steady rate. Blah, 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 blah. And you're like, okay, great. The train's moving. Let's get going. Come on now. <laughs> An hour and a half. <laughs> so 
all that's fine. So th- but this again, we have motion, we have action. This has got a, it's, it's very the pacing, even though it is slow. I, I like the pacing of this scene as just a scene. If we hadn't had an hour of slow paced dragging <laughs> <laughs> stuff before it, I think this as an if encapsulated YouTube clip is actually pretty good and fun. And it's as a standalone piece of like action cinema. So yeah, again, and I, like this, I w- I was expecting Doc and Clara to get into the car. I was a little surprised when Doc ends up going off with the hoverboard and saves Clara, and then Marty gets teleported to the future. I wasn't expecting that. I didn't think they'd make it. In- I mean, well, once not- they once they missed the point of no return, and Marty, of course, taking forever to let the board go, <laughs> just <laughs> scoot it on back there. Like there's nothing to aim. You're going straight. Uh, to get the get the board back there again, you're building tension. It's a movie. Okay, all right, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We're having fun. That was fun. As soon I mean, as, they, as, soon as they got on there, like the other part of the movie, so it was okay. As soon as they, yeah, as soon as they got on there and they kind of go off on the side, like whoa. Then I was like, okay, that's that makes sense. I did. I exactly. Did y'all notice they they call it uh, Eastwood Ravine now? I did yeah. notice that. that yeah, was cool. I, I, I did see that. I was waiting for that too. I was like, I think called Eastwood Ravine. Yeah. I guess they Very knew good. Eastwood was stole the train, and Eastwood went into the ravine. So, <laughs> okay, that's fine. And whenever they know he died, there is also a comment earlier with the marshal after the stuff with Biff when he's like, "See, discipline works." So he's yep. telling the, his son, which then yep. goes into the principal years later. So yep. 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 all the callbacks you gotta have them. And then I, when the when he does go in the future, Delorean just you know going on the track and just goes right by the other people are like looking at like what the hell? And then because of course you have to destroy the Delorean, so it gets hit by a train. I did appreciate that. I know. But, I was like, well, no number four, I guess ever. Well, funny, funny enough, that calls back to the letter that I think Doc left because didn't he tell? Didn't the letter that Doc left say to roll the car onto the train track so it gets destroyed? Yeah, I don't, I don't know if he says specifically train track, but he did say destroy it. Destroy that infernal machine or something along those lines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that was, and then he goes back and he sees his family. And I thought that was cute because it's the family from the end of two, how they would have looked. And they're all like, what are you wearing this shit for? <laughs> that was passing good. comments. The <laughs> dad looks weird. That's because it's not Christian Glover. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that poor actor. It's the guy, Jeffrey Wiseman, who, if you look up his credits, he's most well known for Back to the Future 2 and 3. <laughs> so. But, uh, I thought we, that was hilarious. That that's what the guy's best known for is not not Crispin yes. Glover. And thankfully, his girlfriend is on the porch that she belongs to, and not some random person. And that no no rock was kicked where she ended up moving down the road or something, and she ended up sleeping on someone else's porch. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like that is how you know you like that was okay. That was funny, but he's like, oh, and she's like, I had the she's like, I had the weirdest dream. And I'm just like. This is such a mistake where they should not have had her in the end of the first movie, but they wrote themselves in a corner and they're like, well, <laughs> here we are. <laughs> oh, no, I, I didn't really like it. Yeah, but you are. Yeah, you are right, Joe. Like, you know, they're lucky things didn't change and all some different house from the from that time to this time. But hey, <laughs> and, oh, then he yeah, then he gets in the and has in the car from the end of the first movie. And then this is when he almost races a car. So Please. I I don't drive. Y'all drive. Really enough, I don't drive. Okay, would he be at fault for that if he was driving normally and that car pulled out because he didn't have a stop sign, or is it just that it's a rich guy? So since because it's a Rolls Royce, so if it was a rich guy, he probably would have sued him for. I like mean, technically, penny. it would have if he had been driving normal and the car pulled out and he and hit him, it would be their fault because he had the right of way. If he was speeding and they pulled out, it would be both their fault essentially. Hmm. 
But rich guy, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is funny because they're like, you know, he finally, he grew because they said, you're, a, you know, you're yellow. And then he spins the car around for some reason. Like, you could have just, you know, not went, I guess. Okay. It was fine. And that's when the facts from the second movie, it says you're fired, goes away. Which I was like, what, why did she? Keep I don't know why she had the facts of him getting fired in the future and why did it even matter. But OK, it, it showed up in every room, including the bathroom when she was hiding out in the bathroom and she like grabbed it and like threw it in her pocket. Good OK, that's, okay. <laughs> that's stupid. Yeah, it is stupid, though. I, I do love the fact that at the end of the series, all completely, we find out that Doc Brown is just some kind of time lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I was thinking, I was so this is how I knew I never saw the movie. I did not remember when he showed up in a train time machine. <laughs> it's so goofy and silly. It's still <laughs> really kind of cool. It's, it's how would cool. you even make that? Like none of the like, Mister, we don't have the parts to fix this. We can't even fix this car <laughs> to run. But flying in on a train. Well, well the idea remember, of the train they went in the future. Well, remember though, too, though the whole inciting thing. The reason they had to do this on the rush in the first place is because they want to make sure he doesn't die. Oh, yeah. They wanted to save his life because they knew that doc was going to die in three days. Now, if they, if that, if that wasn't hanging over their head, they could have very sensibly said, Hey, you know what? Let's give us a couple months. Let's think of a good plan. Let's lay low. Let's they just take bide our time. Out. What's that? Yeah. Why didn't they just take doc out of town? Could that have been too simple? Yeah. Well, I could, I, I think, well, I think they genuinely want could well because Marty genuinely wants to go back to 1985. He doesn't want to stay and again. He's <laughs> like me. He's like this. The, there's no electrical outlets and this place is dirty. I don't want to stay here. <laughs> this is fun. So I don't want to be here with, with the with the cow poke. No, thank and you. When, and when Doc shows up with Claire and has the two kids, we know it's at least been like 10, 12 years because those kids look to be like around 10. Yeah. At least one of them. And look, let me let me just let me just state something here. <laughs> about, about the about the family. Okay. <laughs> I I I am not this person outside of this podcast. I promise you. I'm, <laughs> however, I will. I have to state this because this was stated by my wife, and I also agreed. So I am complicit in these comments. <laughs> I I've said it on the show before. I will never complain about someone's appearance. It's that's it's a really shitty thing to do. Just in general, people value beyond the way we look. Boy, oh boy, those two children that they hired to be the kids in that scene were so distractingly strange. <laughs> I, I could barely figure, I could barely see his steampunky Willy Wonka outfit that, that he was traipsing around in. The one kid looked, the one kid just kept staring off into space. And the other one, his mouth kept going like, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> I did not notice this. They got I, I, two of the strangest children yeah, no, on the I'm, Hollywood B-lot. To, to to assist in this, I'm watching it. There's like a, the the younger kid is like opening and closing his hands really quickly, and yeah. like yeah, like like running his like tongue through his non-existent teeth because you know yeah. eight year olds don't have their front teeth. Yeah, could could you please tell those two children to just <laughs> stop? Just don't do things. Hey, <laughs> you two children, you're failing at the one job you have, and again, <laughs> you're kids. I'm not expecting much. All I'm expecting is you to stand there and wave. That's really it. All right. And again, I'm not trying to get on you kids. I'm not trying to say extraordinarily ugly children. I'm sorry. I don't, <laughs> it, 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 and look, that's a shitty thing to say. And I apologize to those two kids. They're probably supermodels now. They're probably a road scholars. I'm a dummy on a podcast at Somebody 10 o'clock at night. What are they doing now? It, it's acting. just. 
it, it, am I wrong, Joe? In that this is ext- it was extremely distracting. It's extremely distracting. Uh, <laughs> I apologize I for the listening audience. I I apologize. I was like, hey, the movie's over. To your listening audience, because it makes me sound like a horrible person, but it was so distracting, I had to comment because my wife and I both were like, "Boy, could have picked any other two children." <laughs> Those children are not equipped to do the meager task as which as what their charge. Whatever. Yeah, I just looked. Yeah, Tiff just looked them up. You're you're right. They just they just look odd in this movie. It's just the outfits too. I think everything goes along with it, and it's just. The fact other than that, that I think com- it's the, other than that, the other than that, I think the fact that we have a going door <laughs> train is so freaking cool, and a flying train yeah. is so freaking cool. It was cool. It was just- where we're going. We don't need tracks. I I am <laughs> all for. I am all for this dopey bonkers with a complete complete fiction breaking. By the way, completely fiction breaking because it's the whole thing. We have to destroy the DeLorean. Can't do this anymore. I wish yeah. I'd never built that infernal machine. Because you alter time, but he's altering time even more. And he, right, and he realizes the future. And again, yeah, it's. He re- and he realizes that time is this delicate fabric that must be protected. And you can't monkey about with it like it's. And then. <laughs> Here comes the time. Time train. And then it's all like, well, the future is what we make it. Yeah, right. yeah great. Thanks, Doc. You didn't learn anything. That's the filmmakers. <laughs> super not trusting. Super not trusting the conclusion. And mind you, at the end of two, it says the conclusion. They said this yeah. is the last one. That's well, I mean, somebody. But that's, that's somebody. Very good closure. No, it's not. Well, like it's leaving so, Doc in the past would have been fine closure. Like he found yeah, love perfect. and yep. he stayed. And you know, and that completely makes sense. I mean, the guy didn't have a good life in 1985. Really, you think about it. Yeah, like, nothing to go back to. You're right. Yeah, so yeah, it, it would have been a life. fine ending. It feels like studios got involved and said, we can't end like this. What if we want to make more? Bingo. Yeah. That's exactly what I think it is. So. It's the studio saying, hey, filmmakers, I know you guys had like this idea for a trilogy and a tight trilogy, but you know what? I what? bet you some kids are going to want like a cartoon in like five years. Oh, and I, I bet you, you know, it'd be really cool to sell would be, I don't know, the train, the time train <laughs> with the going door flip up side and the steampunk outfits. We've, I'm certain we could turn this into like, yeah, an animated series in five years. Let's leave that window slightly ajar for, for derivative works. That is derivative works. The ending. Yeah, you're exactly right. I, I, that's, I totally would believe that was a studio mechanation just in case. Yeah. Is there, is there a, what is it? A weird alternate future where we have like a back to the future TV show at the ghostbusters and Godzilla men in black. Yep. I, uh, <laughs> I, I also told my husband because we were watching this movie. He's brought up the same question, which was like, "How do you even make a time traveling uh, train?" And I was like, "Maybe he like re what is it the uh, re 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 engineer de-engineer or whatever. Maybe he he used the weird hoverboard technology, and that was like mm. so far in the future. Oh. Maybe he yeah he reverse engineered it and then used that to make the train. I mean, the elements are all there. He's got to process them some way and. Hey, he built a giant contraption to make breakfast automatically because of callback. So, I mean, I you know, I, I, <laughs> nothing is outside the reach of the mind of Doc Brown. And uh, his, plucky, his plucky wife and his two, 
unfortunate Un- children, <laughs> Un- unsettling children. Un- yes, they are unsettling children. Those kids should have been in Hereditary. That would have been, <laughs> would have been so good. Those are Hereditary kids, not Willy Wonka. <laughs> totally. I mean, and I to, to be fair, there's nothing. I mean, there's the cartoon, but that doesn't really count. There's one game that came out from Telltale in, I think, 2015, yeah. which is essentially the last Back to the Future thing we got. It's, it's canon. Is that it's canon, really? yeah. Yeah. No, 2011, but I can't. Yeah, there's there's no way to really play it now. I mean, I'm, I was looking online. I think there's ways I could download it, but I have to look to make I sure. I want to play it. I have it on PS3, actually. But Can we play it on PS4? No, because it does not work. But no, that's a, this game has lost the time because you can't buy it anymore because Telltale went out under in license. Stupid Telltale. Oh, but yeah, that's that's I guess the conclusion of the of the series. But that, I'll, I want to get to it, but we'll see if that happens or not. So I'm not a big fan of Telltale games. I was traumatized after the last one I played on this podcast. Oh, but I like The Walking Dead. That was such a good game. We should play the second one at some point. Like I do want to play the second one just because, but at the same time, I'm just like, I just don't know if I can handle that depressingness. If, if it makes you feel better, the third one's a lot better. <laughs> Man. Those, but no, I, I do want to play this this game just to wrap up the whole, just to see where it goes and see how it ends and see if it has a decent ending or not. But yeah, I don't know if that'll ever happen. Uh, yeah. Funny. Funny enough, I think I'm I'm not 100 percent sure. And if anyone can ever correct me on it and maybe I'll, I'll put something in the discord see if anybody knows. I think they retcon the terrifying children and the main villain is like Doc Brown's daughter or something. <laughs> so we're not the only ones who noticed. <laughs> I, I guess maybe. Kids. Uh, yeah, God, I feel like an asshole doing something that really dude. Like, <laughs> I, I couldn't I couldn't stray from it. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're fine. It was pretty <sighs> funny. All right. We should go to shelf shelf stacker box and I'll go first. I'm gonna put this in the stack. I didn't hate it, so but I didn't love it. It was just it was fine. I finally watched it. I finally got to talk about it, and I probably will never watch this one again. But I'm happy I saw it. So going on the stack, and I'm, I appreciate that it exists, and I'm I'm good. What about you, Tiffany? Mm, well, since you put it on the stack, and since I am married to you, I'm putting it in the box. Okay. <laughs> I works. love that logic. <laughs> I, I don't unless it's on TV. I don't see myself watching this again. It was OK. Also, I, you don't watch TV like that. Yeah. See, I don't. Hmm. Sherry, think my answer. I still think I'm putting it in the box. Like maybe I might search it out, but I I don't see myself wanting to do that. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. No nostalgia. For me that's fine. <laughs> and what about you, Bill? Uh, this is a this is a, uh, a solid stack for me. Uh, I this is definitely. I don't think either two or three, and I can't remember what I put on two. I think I probably put two on the stack. I imagine if I put it on the shelf, I don't know what I was thinking. Cause I actually <laughs> like this. I like this better than two. be honest with you. Again, I'd rather have simple fun. And maybe this is me just being a 40 year old man. I just, I don't know. But I think this was just more fun. Even, even the slow parts, even the parts that were dragging and f- obvious filler, they at least had some levity and some life to it. And and the actors were clearly having fun. Where in the second movie, I don't know. Again, I don't need gun-toting principle and, and all the horrible. It, it's just too overstuffed. So I guess if I'm going to take overstuffed or understuffed, I guess I'll just take under. And all that adds up to an easy uh, stack for me. Uh, this is a, I, had, I had a good time at the end of the day. I walked away like, oh, that was fun. For completely forgetting about the hour of padding <laughs> that was previous. <laughs> um, but this is a pretty, sh- very solid stack for me. Okay. And what about you, Joe? 
before I answer, Bill, would you say you're a 40 year old man who is a gamer who is looking at his own age? I would say that. Yes, I am. <laughs> that is true. That is an accurate statement. But uh, I had to make that joke because you said you're, you're a man who's 40. So, but uh, <laughs> a man who's 40. Yes. I'd probably also put this on the stack. Funny enough, I, I also don't remember what I put for the last movie, but I'd be fine watching the first one and then being like, that was a good movie. Time to watch Hereditary or something else. <laughs> but yeah, they, both at least both of them deserve a stack. I only deserve the box because they, at the end of the day, they're still really fun movies. Okay. Yeah, they are. Uh, and I'm glad, I am really happy that I can finally say I've seen this trilogy and covered it. And it will forever be part of the catalog of this podcast. So, yeah. And I am curious about the game now just to see where the story goes. But yeah, it probably won't be anytime soon. So I just don't see that happening. Hey, maybe eventually I'll end up on Steam someday. I can play it on my Steam deck legally. Maybe tell them to let me buy it again. I would buy it <laughs> on a sale. All right. And Bill, where will people find you at? Um, I can be. Uh, so if you want to go back to the future or back <laughs> in time. Uh, I thought about that this morning. If you want to go back in time when it comes to your fandom of retro video games, then may I suggest a small podcast entitled A Gamer Looks at 40. The show is currently on hiatus. Um, I'm, I think this is coming out soon, but if it's, it's not coming 14. out. Be- OK, fantastic. If it's not coming out before March 4th, <laughs> then the show is on hiatus. There are no new episodes being generated. I know. Sad. That's a lot longer than I thought it was. Yeah, March 4th. Sorry, y'all. I. You do, I guess, did I post it on Facebook yet? I don't even know. I did on TikTok. You posted somewhere. You, so. I didn't realize it was March, that was that long. I thought it was just like you were out for December. No, uh, no new episodes until March 4th, y'all. So, uh, but good luckily, lucky for you, patient listener, there are a hundred other episodes out there and they're all evergreen. They just, they're there. So this is a perfect opportunity to go back into the archives. I'll be posting some best ofs throughout the hiatus just to kind of keep the feed afresh. I'll be posting on TikTok and Twitter X and on my Discord. So I'm still reachable and I'll still be making stuff. But uh, December is just going to be chilling. Chill out. Just, just not going to do anything. And then January and February, I got to get back to interviewing for uh, Final Fantasy and for Metroid oh, yeah. and for other stuff. So, uh, yeah, that's what the that's why it's uh, March, because I just can't imagine a month, not a month off and then two months of recording and writing and producing. There oh yeah, is. you write for your show. I forgot. I don't know what that is. I, I <laughs> just, so if you're if this is the first time you've heard heard me on this program, then uh, a gamer looks at forty. Uh, the feed is still up. It's live. There's lots of episodes for you to check out. I've been recommending episode forty nine, the search for the Nintendo Power winner. It's one of my favorite episodes I've done, where I chat with somebody who won the grand prize in a Nintendo Power contest back in nineteen ninety something. And I got to hang out on the set of RoboCop 2. And it's a <laughs> it's a unique story uh, and a unique perspective. And I'm uh, I'm proud of that one. So that's my you, recommended you, story. You do really good work. Much different oh. than what I do. You do good stuff, too. Oh, I'm not saying that. I, I just different style. Yours is yes. more. Well, writer one writery. It's 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 it's. I almost said there's curated. That's such a shitty way to think. It's it's a it's a collection of people's recollections and stories that are kind of crafted and put together around a certain game or theme, and yeah, has that vibe. Yeah, check it out. Even though I won't be here for won't be no no new stuff for a while, but uh, okay, that makes sense. I mean, I I get it. You're building up. It makes sense. Yeah. I couldn't imagine doing that because I'm pumping out I'm about three episodes a week at the moment. So you're yes, you're, you're an obsessive compulsive, and I don't understand how you do. Yes, it. I I don't <laughs> know either. Maniac, sir. Agreed. My wife would agree too. Yes, I do. 
Okay. <laughs> so if you enjoyed this episode, over 550 episodes of this podcast, you can find everything we do on Podbean. We've done, we do movies, comics, TV shows. We've done the early Back to the Future. Go check those out. If you want to hear Bill, go look at our, look, type in an MCU movie, everything that came out before Shang-Chi, and you will find it. And you will hear Bill. And for Shang-Chi, I stopped. Because <laughs> I don't want to do Eternals, and the whole thing got shipwrecked after that. So hey. <laughs> So go check out all the content. We have everything you can find, everything we do on Podbean. Uh, if you want to support the show, we do a Patreon. Little dog, you can vote in our Patreon poll. You'll see a link in the show notes. We have a poll every month. Definitely go check that out. And please join our Discord. You'll see a link in that and chat with us. We've got a pretty lively Discord. So please join us. I'm always happy to have more people in there. And want to give a shout out to my awesome intro, also courtesy of Helena at Helena Hathfury. You can follow her on TikTok. You will see a link in the show notes to all her link tree. She does Twitch now and stuff. So go check her out. And also check out Nomads of Fantasy, another podcast that I've been on a few times. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Blue Sky, Threads, TikTok now, and YouTube with audio only. But we are on all those different things. You can get games my mom found stuff. And I think that's everything I need to say. So we will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Yeah. Bye.